Well, hello there. My, it's been a long, long time. How am I doing? Oh, I guess I'm doing fine. Uh, coming to you late today, uh, after the market opened. It is Monday, June 29th. It's 10.45 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, let's talk about Friday. What happened on Friday? Stonks went down. Not only stonks go up, right? Uh, but they actually did go down. Um, the Dow was down 2.84%. Uh, or 284 basis points. The S&P was down 2.42%, and the NASDAQ was down 2.59%. Why, you ask? Um, renewed fears of uh, our old friend, the coronavirus, uh, as cases globally started spiking, and cases in the United States, uh, especially in jurisdictions that have had more lax restrictions, uh, kind of started going bananas. Um, and I, I think uh, people are realizing that uh, not only are we not experiencing wave two right now, but we're actually still in wave one um, over the weekend. And, you know, nothing new was out from the Fed. <clears throat> so uh, people can't just bet on the Fed and expect things to keep going up. Um, I don't know, maybe some people were spooked by the Nike report saying, oh, well, you know, the retail giant that everybody loved really wasn't that strong. Who knows? Um, over the weekend, though, I'll tell you that coronavirus cases in the U.S. absolutely ripped. Um, Florida reported 9,500 new cases on Saturday, 8,500 new cases yesterday on Sunday. Uh, California, Arizona, Texas, and the Carolinas continue to remain hotspots. Tons and tons of new cases. Um, you know, we've got governors in New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey uh, mandating 14-day uh, quarantines for people traveling from those regions. Um, I mean, look, like we just, we didn't handle this right. Uh, the United States didn't shut down the way that we should have. Uh, people didn't take it seriously. Um, different states had different, you know, uh, responses. Uh, but the beautiful thing about America is that we can travel freely wherever we like. Um, but the difficult part about that is that so can a human-born disease uh, or virus. Um, you know, I think basically we're just going to deal with this thing on kind of a whack-a-mole basis. You know, it's just going to keep popping up in certain spots and People are going to be forced to take it seriously in certain areas. They'll keep scoffing it in other areas. It'll pop up here. It'll pop up there. I mean, ultimately, everybody in the United States is going to get this thing. And I don't know. We might have a million dead by the end of it. But uh, who who's to weigh human life against the freedom of the larger herd? I don't know. Uh, I know that the government is going to, you know, the Republicans are going to blame the Democrats. The Democrats are going to blame the Republicans. Uh, the private sector is going to blame just the government overall. Um Men will blame their neighbors. Uh, it's, you know, it's very fascinating to see that uh, in, in the hardest of times when we need to come together, we really just kind of come apart. Um, kind of a sad state of things. Um, also over the weekend, Chesapeake Energy filed for bankruptcy uh, as natural gas kind of bottomed out. Um, they were the mavericks of the uh, shale oil play. Uh, they're in trouble now. They've got about $9 billion of debt that they're going to look for protection for in their filing. Uh, and in the world of sport, Cam Newton formerly of the Carolina Panthers, may be coming to the New England Patriots to uh, replace Mr. Stidham, uh, who is standing in for the once-beloved, now-reviled Tom Brady. Uh, that'll be an interesting play. We'll see if he can work with the Belichick system. He's obviously a wildly talented athlete and an excellent quarterback. He's never really had a team around him. Um, who knows? Could be interesting. All right, let's talk about today. Uh, so we don't even need to talk about futures um, because they've come and gone. They were up this morning, I'll say. Uh, I was looking at them. I was getting ready to uh, to to get the, get the 
get the conversation going earlier, but, uh, you know, life just kind of happened to me today. So, um, as we look at, uh, as we look at us markets here at 10 50 AM Eastern time, the Dow's up 180 basis points. The S&P is up 111 and the NASDAQ is lagging a little bit, but still up 70, um, gainers on the day, which we can talk about today because we're live. Um, we'll see who's, uh, who's up big, uh, we'll see who's up big here. Um, yeah, we'll come back to it. Uh, but uh, Asia's been down. The Nikkei was down uh, two, uh, almost 2.5% just on concerns around U.S. markets. Um, Europe up slightly. Uh, I expect those two markets will rally tomorrow if we stay up today. Um, crude is up slightly. Gold is also up slightly. Uh, the chart of the day comes from Goldman Sachs Global Investment Research. It shows capital flows into inflation-protected bond funds, uh, and it's showing flows of more than $2.5 billion into these bonds just last week, which is the biggest spike in the last five years after kind of a massive rotation out of these types of funds earlier in 2020. Um, what does this mean? Uh, it means that institutional money is starting to express some concerns around global monetary and fiscal stimulus causing some inflation. Inflation means that the goods that you purchase on a daily basis start to cost more. Uh, the real bugaboo about inflation is that, you know, as those prices go up, your salary is not going to go up. So, yeah, you might be paying 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50% more for the things you buy on a daily or weekly basis, but your salary will not go up uh, that amount, um, which leads to corporations controlling a larger portion of equity overall, uh, companies having more cash reserves, stronger balance sheets, but uh, the people who benefit from that are usually only uh, ha- have a C. Uh, in front of their, uh, in front of their designation, uh, you, the worker, uh, you're going to get the short end of the stick. So you're basically paying your executive salary, uh, little by little. Every time you buy a coffee from Starbucks, that's five bucks now instead of four. Just think about that. Be smart with your spending. Uh, it's also a free market. So if we don't buy products that are too expensive, they can't charge that price. So don't be an idiot. Be careful with your money. Tighten those purse strings. All right. Um, We'll see what else here. Um, you know, just actually staying on inflation, you know, a lot of people talk about Japan and how Japan's kind of a case study for how a decade-long uh, stimulus program doesn't actually result in serious inflationary pressure. But, you know, the U.S. ain't Japan. Uh, Japan's a much more controlled environment and a controlled economy. They have a much more disciplined and obedient approach than we do. Um, you know, comparing uh, the U.S. to Japan is like comparing... Uh, the running of the bulls to uh, a horse race on a track. You know, horse race on a track, very regimented, you know, very standard, very few variables. Running of the bulls, you got people, you got bulls, you're out in the street, people are drunk. The United States is like the running of the bulls. Japan, a little bit more like a horse track. Uh, they also have a much smaller population. Um, people there are more fiscally responsible, typically. Um, so I don't really think that's a good comp for the U.S. You're going to hear idiots say, well, it works in Japan. Um, well, you know what? What works there doesn't always work here, okay? You know, you can compare apples and oranges, but it's still not a comp, even if you want it to be or want it to believe that it is and use it as a basis for why you should keep betting on the Fed and why you think everything is just going to be so rosy and great. Um, tomorrow is the 30th, okay? And we've been talking about the pension plan rebalancings coming on the 30th. Those are still coming. Uh, also on the 30th, Jay Powell and uh, Mr. Mnuchin are slated to testify before Congress. Uh, expected to be a broad overview of policy and stimulus, experts expect. But I would expect another round of uh, of stimulus payments. They're gonna they're gonna 
they're going to continue the uh, unemployment benefits through the end of July, at least um, into you know August, September, who knows, maybe all the way to December. They're talking about cutting another round of those ridiculous checks, which honestly, I think they might have to. Um, there's just, there is not any organic strength in our economy right now. It's all uh, artificial, financially engineered Fed bucks. So I don't know. I mean, if if all the pensions in the U.S. puke their 11% of uh, equities tomorrow and Jay and uh, Mnuchin come out and say, uh, we're doing another round of stimulus, the market's going to rip. Um, so I don't know. Keep a close eye on that. That'll be tomorrow. They'll probably It'll probably be a huge green day tomorrow. So I don't know. I'm, I'm still not buying anything. Um, okay, so Nikola, NKLA, the, uh, the alternative to Tesla uh, electric vehicle company that we've been talking about. It's been a little bit of a Wall Street darling lately. They uh, are opening up to take pre-orders today. Um, and, and I say, look, if you're trading this name, um, they're up 10%, by the way, on the open. Um, go ahead and look back at Tesla. Look at Tesla uh, in their early days. Um, so, you know, bring up their chart. Go to their max or, you know, look at their, uh, their five-year chart and say, okay, how did this thing trade early on, right? And then think about, you know, this is before they actually had cars rolling off their production line. This is before people started buying them. Now, Nikola is a little different because Tesla was the pioneer and they kind of proved the case here and said, okay, this is a real viable market. People are going to buy these cars. Now, how do we produce them? How do we make them safe? How do we have the right batteries? How do we get this infrastructure going? So, Nikola's piggybacking a little bit, so they'll see some less volatility early on than Tesla did, but I'd say they're probably gonna trade in line. Now, Tesla has a market cap of about 178 billion. Uh, Nikola has a market cap of 22, almost 23 billion. So it's considerably smaller, but they haven't even rolled a single car off the line yet. So temper your expectations uh, if you must trade this name. Uh, okay, Gilead uh, priced their uh, coronavirus treatment, not vaccine, treatment, uh, remdesivir at $390 a vial, which works out to about $2,500 for a full week's treatment. Uh, that seems awfully expensive, but hopefully your health insurance company will pay for that if you have coronavirus. But I don't know. I think a lot of people who have coronavirus are probably very old and on Medicaid. So just tap into that federal money uh, again. Why not? It's monopoly money, right? It has no impact. Um, all right. Last thing we're looking at this week is we get the full month of uh, June unemployment on Thursday. So keep an eye on that. Uh, you know, people have been expecting unemployment numbers to come in, but they've been kind of hanging steady at 1.5 million new people filing each week. Um, we'll see what happens on Thursday. Who knows? All right, we'll go back in time and then we'll get out of here. So uh, today in 2009, Bernie Madoff sentenced to 150 years in prison. Uh, righteously earned. Uh, bad dude, uh, if you don't know about Bernie, shame on you. <laughs> I'm not gonna waste my time explaining it. Uh, in 2007, the first iPhone went on sale. That is uh, pretty wild if you think about it. If you think about the evolution of the iPhone and the, the market share grab that Apple's made over the years and kind of how central the smartphone has become to your daily life since that first iPhone came onto the market. Interesting uh, little inflection point. Uh, 1913, we're going way back now. Uh, the second Balkan War broke out when Bulgaria attacked Greece and Serbia, which kind of stoked the powder keg that would ultimately erupt into World War I. Uh, Otto von Bismarck said that, you know, if there was going to be another large European conflict, it would likely be to some damned fool event in the Balkans. And by golly, he was right. He was right a lot, Otto von Bismarck, more often than he was wrong, I think. Um, okay, and in 1767, 
The Townsend Revenue Act was imposed, uh, it was a tariff act imposed on tea and other goods for American colonists. It was imposed by the British Chancellor Charles Townsend. Uh, and that was uh, just, uh, you know, one of those straws that ultimately broke the camel's back in, in, uh, in the colonies. Um, led to the Boston Tea Party, you know, which led to uh, the Boston Massacre, which led to Lexington Concord, which led to, you know, all the rest and brought us to where we are today, for better or for worse. Uh, an appropriate uh, note to close on, given that we are cruising into the Independence Day holiday this weekend. Also, closing note here, uh, this will be my final week uh, having these morning conversations with everybody, which uh, I'm sorry to uh, sorry to have to do, but uh, I have to be back in the office on July 6th, and I just will not have the bandwidth anymore. I barely have it now, so my commute is going to uh, wipe this out. But it's been fun. It's been real. We've got a few more days together, and uh, I hope you have a good one today.